Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Timothy 3.16, Manifested in the Flesh Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. This appears to be a hymn or a creed of the early church. Paul is writing to Timothy, and he's intermixing uh, a bit of encouragement about the ministry that uh, Timothy has been given. He's reminding him of his missional approach to what he's doing and how God is with him. And as Paul typically does, he weaves a Christology, a perspective of Christ. But here in this moment, he uh, points to this confession that appears to be a part of the early church. Uh, And it's related to the mystery of godliness. We kind of have to press into that. What's going on here? Uh, He, referring to Jesus, was manifested in the flesh. Uh, The word here is sarks. Uh, He could have been manifested in the soma, the body, but the flesh. Remember, uh, sarks can be that inner nature which is bent sometimes against God, prone to sin. But there are times when it's used for the physical body as well. In this context, uh, because it's a, a declaration of Jesus coming into the world, it's definitely pointing to bones and blood. Uh, he was manifested, points to God as the an, uh, actor. But the reason for the body emphasis is out of this second line, vindicated by the spirit. Why? Because the body would experience death. Physical life ends in death for Jesus, but apart from the Spirit who brings physical resurrection, Jesus is only a martyr. He not only spiritually uh, rescues us, he physically shares in all of the penalty of sin in our life to be the one who brings us eternal life. The next phrase is curious to me. Seen by angels. We would expect uh, the creed of the early church would be um, his resurrection appearances to humans. Uh, All I can imagine from this context is it's referring to Jesus being manifest before angelic powers. Uh, Could be his descent to the dead, but I think that's a little bit of a stretch. What is basically being said here is that God himself was put on on a display before the uh, universal powers. It's expressed in different ways uh, in Paul's letters. This very one, Jesus, was proclaimed among the nations, believed in the world, and then taken up into glory. Uh, This is a picture of a shift towards the mission of what was happening in that day. Uh, interesting, the mystery of godliness is not just for an inner cleansing, but it always leads to mission. Uh, The Christmas story is not just about the birth of a baby, it's about the whole Christ event, from incarnation to glorification. Uh, We don't get stuck in a manger. Uh, We get to walk the full process So this Christmas season, we not only celebrate the arrival of our salvation, 
uh, but we reaffirm the calling in our lives to continue in this mission to bring God's salvation to the world, locally and globally, proclaiming his name in unique ways. This is the mystery of godliness, rescued from our sin and invited in to the restoration process. So Lord, we give ourselves to you today. Uh, we confess that Jesus, you are the one who uh, changed everything in this world and changed everything for us. Uh, would you give us the privilege of being bearers of good news uh, uh, to declare that to us this day comes a Savior. His name is Christ the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.